All right, welcome to Staying Sober, episode three. Uh, this is an episode about vulnerability. I'm just gonna dive right into it. Um, when I when I was drinking, I was never vulnerable. Um, I was never honest with my emotions and with myself and with my family. And I was never uh, totally transparent about how I felt. I found that my vulnerabilities uh, after giving up drugs and alcohol, my vulnerabilities are like directly tied to my emotions. I, uh, I don't know if anybody can relate to this, but you know, being sober has afforded me the opportunity to be, to be able to look in the mirror and, and be direct with myself and, and be direct with my family and, uh, can, can really truly convey my points without having to like soften the blow or get myself jacked up by, by getting high or, or by getting drunk. It's uh, it's really weird right now. I mean, I don't know, maybe, it, maybe it's not weird for you. Maybe you're further along into it and maybe things change or maybe you're just starting out and you're still coming, coming down off of whatever you were feeling. Uh, but you know, my vulnerabilities and my honesties are, <laughs> are like, in, totally integrated into myself now. I, I don't have to worry about, uh, you know, waiting till a later time or, you know, letting something f- like fly out of my face when I'm hungover. I don't know if anybody's ever done that where like you just get fucked up or you've been fucked up for a while and you say some shit to people that you didn't mean or that you meant to say, but didn't know how to say. So whenever you woke up uh, or you were still drunk, you tell them and then you cover it up and you say, Oh, I was, you know, I was drunk or, uh, you know, I wasn't really feeling all that well. So I didn't really have uh, any control over what I was saying. Like what a, what a, what a fucking cop out that was for you to say that, or for me to say that, or for anyone to use that as a crutch. Like that wouldn't hold up in a court of law. Oh, I was hammered. Yeah, I bet you were, bitch. Good luck. Go to go to jail now. But, <laughs> um, yeah, transparency and openness and vulnerabilities. The like they've it just changed so much. Like how? So how how are you? How are you staying transparent? How are you staying open and vulnerable? And like, are you allowing yourself to be vulnerable? Not everybody. Um, not everybody. I don't know. I've, I haven't talked to a lot of sober people, um, but not. I feel. I feel like not everybody knows how to like face the facts. Um, what are you doing to face the facts? Are you? Are you? Are you coming clean about all the stupid shit you do? Are you stopping with the stupid shit? Like, excuse me. I know. I know when I was able to stop relying on drugs and alcohol. I cut out like 90% of the time wasting and I I have no excuse. Oh, I was out having a drink. Like that shit doesn't fly anymore because it doesn't exist. Um, you know, I, there, I don't know. There's some, there's some people that even with sobriety on their side, can't be open, honest, and vulnerable. I mean, it's just, it's not for everybody. What I'm saying is that for me, and I'm sure there's other people that can relate, 
um, the ability to be open, honest, and vulnerable was given when you when you gave up the excuse of drinking or using drinking as an excuse or using drugs as an excuse. I uh, I would uh, I got a story. I would I was when I was working with one of my buddy's dads. You know, he would. He would, you know, he'd come pick me up at six o'clock in the morning and we'd have to just go to work. We'd have to go do construction at six o'clock in the morning. And that's just what it was. That's what I was doing at the time. And it didn't matter if I was still drunk or hungover or whatever. I made it. I never made excuses for, for that. Like I never made excuses for work, but I'd make it, I'd come up with a million excuses for everything else, why I couldn't do it. And, uh, and like, I was open, honest, and vulnerable with him, kind of. You know, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I was out till 4 o'clock in the morning or 3 o'clock in the morning getting hammered and doing lines. Uh, and he would laugh and say, oh, I used to do that shit when I was your age, too. That'll wear off. One day you'll quit. And it took him until he was 30, I think, to quit doing drugs. Um, he still drinks occasionally, but he's not, like, every day having a beer or having six beers. Um but like he could relate, he could relate with me. So I was, I, f- I felt like I could put my guard down to him and tell him all the stupid shit I was doing. Cause he's, he was like, Oh, I used to do that too. And I, I couldn't figure out why he would give up, why, why he would give up getting high or why he would give up getting hammered every day. Well, I found out why, cause that fucking, it fucking takes so much out of you. I'm sure that they're, that you're out, that you're, you know, you're thinking to yourself, well, uh, you know, hangovers don't affect me as much as the regular person. Wait, you know, one day they will, uh, one day, you know, that's what led me to quitting was having a five day hangover. That shit was painful and unnecessary. And that's when I said, you know what? I quit. So maybe it takes that, but, um, I'm off on a tangent here now. This is about being <laughs> transparent and vulnerable. That's a vulnerability right there. I quit drinking because I had a hangover that lasted too long. Uh, and I used to never get hangovers or I'd have a hangover that didn't really matter. I would just power through it or work through it. Like the amount of mental clarity and the amount of like, I don't want to call it intuition, but the ability, the ability to like, to read other people, the ability to communicate clearly, the ability to have a, a straightforward thought and communicate what I want to say easily and effectively uh, because I'm not hungover because I'm, my brain is working the way it's supposed to work has been a huge blessing. And, uh, and I talked to, I talked to plenty of people that'll say, Oh, well, why can't you just have a drink? Why can't you just, why can't you just have some self-control? It's like, well, motherfucker, the self-control is quitting completely. That's my self-control. Uh, just cause I don't drink like you or think like you doesn't make me any better or worse. It's just, it's just what it is. I have, I have my set of, of rules and now you, and you have, you set your set of rules. I didn't have any rules at all before. And that's what led me to this situation. So, um, there, you know, like I said, there's some people out there that can have a beer or two and chill. I can't. And if you can relate with that, hit me up, uh, Let's talk about it. Let's talk about what what it takes to be committed to this and stay dry and stay clean and stay out of trouble. 
Because we all fucking know, once you start on that path, after being off that path, all it does is lead to trouble. Like, my temptations are pretty low today. It's uh, it's the end of April in Chicago, and it's snowing. And uh, shit, when it was winter time and I was drinking, like, that was that's the one thing I always wanted to do. Go sit in a bar and watch the other suckers outside living their lives as I'm sitting back and sipping on a cocktail. Um, and, uh, now I think about it and I can't even, like, I can't even count how many hours I wasted, uh, just being, just being, uh, you know, a loser indoors and waiting for some shit to happen instead of taking action. I don't even think about what I do anymore. I just take action now. And, uh, you know, if I'm if I'm being open, honest, and vulnerable, right now one of the things that is is a vulnerability of mine is is uh, is just having a clear relationship with everybody that I love and keeping anger out of it. I'm a I'm still a very angry person, and that's one thing I always were I always worked on. I'm putting up air quotes right now. I always worked on but never really worked on. And now now that I can see and recognize where the anger, like when it starts showing up, now I can actually take a look at it and stop it mid, mid anger. I don't yell. I try not to yell. I yell a lot less than I used to, but I still feel angry. I still feel, uh, I don't know. I still like, I don't want to call it tough. I feel, I just feel like calloused everybody and like I don't have I have all the emotions that are coming through but they're not all through so like anger is still something that shows up and the reason the anger shows up because I let my feelings bottle up without saying anything about it and that's that's the the right way for me to unpack anger right anger is just me not communicating effectively so my vulnerability right now is that my communication isn't on point And that's something I have to work on. It's something we should all be working on. Um, So, you know, if you're struggling with anger, if you're struggling with alcoholism, if you're struggling with drug abuse, even if you're not abusing them, you know, in your mind, you may not consider partying every weekend to be abusive. Uh, But if you're feeling these feelings, fucking hit me up. Like I said in the last two podcasts, um, I'm down to talk to anybody. And uh, I just want to help people out. And I want to, you know, I'm, I'm doing this for myself, but I'm doing this for my family and I'm doing this for other people that are going through the same thing, but might not be able to recognize or, or take charge of whatever they got going on. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I'm going to end it here, but stay sober.